0: Howdy! Welcome to Girl About The Yard Chats. I'm Verena, or Girl About The Yard. I'm a lover of Marmite, Earl Grey tea and French radio shows. This is a podcast where I chat about topics that intrigue me or simply to guests about how they go about their lives and where their passions lie. I welcomed you to the chats I would have over a dinner party if we could all be in the same space. Thank you for listening. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to this week's Girl About the Yard Chats 2. Today I am chatting to Jess who is an equestrian blogger at Gigi and Me. Hello Jess.
1: Hello V, thank you for having me.
0: It's entirely our pleasure. How are things?
1: Yeah really well. Um, the sun is shining this morning. It's hard to believe it's still February because um, I got really excited this morning. It felt like the longest year ever already for everybody and um yeah it almost feels like July so um, it's a beautiful day. (laughs)
0: So true and it's just hit that kind of spring everyone seems to be doing things slightly more excitedly than we were last week.
1: Yeah Yeah, no the daffodils are popping through and yeah that's so true although I'm confused about rugs which I'm always confused about but um yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: So tell us a little bit about your journey towards becoming an equestrian blogger did it just did you age three decide that becoming a blogger was what you wanted to do and it was your passion
1: (laughs) or tell us more. Yeah well probably at age three I realized I had a love for pretty pens and notepads and um i've always loved writing so there might be some truth in that actually be um but the reason i started my blog it was in 2000 uh no 2013 it was so eight years ago which is it uh, feels like a lifetime ago and um, and i actually started it because um i moved counties and um, so not too far but a good hour and a half away from from where i was living previously and uh, went to the most wonderful DIY livery yard. So I just want you to appreciate that. It was just the most magical place. And um, the two girls that I met there, are still best friends of mine um and the the third one that then came along is still a best friend um so considered myself very lucky to move counties and actually be in such a wonderful environment straight away um and horses are brilliant for that because you find friendship don't you Mm. you you might have nothing else in common but you both love these animals and um and when you're at the yard yeah you can just fall into the the role of being best friends um when you've sort of yeah might have nothing in common outside of outside of the stables so um for me uh considered myself incredibly lucky but something that I did become aware of was um I suppose asked for advice on um how i kept oscar so immaculate and um, take a huge pride in keeping him um or i did he's having the winter <laughs> off at the moment so he looks a little bit like a hippo now but um take a huge pride in in their turnout and and people would always just say or all the girls at the yard would just say um why are you doing that what products are you using should i try this um and then it gave me the inspiration to journal some of that and that's how gg and me was born Um, So it is predominantly a tried and tested blog. It recommends what people should save Bend and splurge on. And I think that's still really key today. People want value for money, people want good products. It's just a nice place to journal and record all of those successes and the odd disaster.
0: And you do it so well. You write in such a captivating way that you want to know more. You want to know the the in-betweens, the words that you're not writing almost. You know, we all cut down our words, but I almost want you to write triple what you write because it's so you write in such a captivating manner that in encourages you to almost want to geek out about it so thank you for that and in your tried and tested do you sample it for a while would you go for you know you might have had one product for 10 years do you go for a two-month trial before you review it or is it all naturally for you what you would normally use anyway?
1: Um, Well, going back to those pretty pens, notepads, they're all over my house. And if it's not for work, it's for what I'm going to do when I ride next or my ideal uh, March plan. I've got one at the moment for what I want to achieve. Um, So generally I've got a list of things going on all the time um, of, God, that product was great. I need to use it a little bit more to write about it. And it's very rare that I'll write about something after having it for a week uh, and have been blown away by it. Um, But yeah, there are things on there um, not too long ago I wrote about a Cantec body protector and I say not too long ago gosh with with the lockdown you lose track of the last <laughs> year or or because I'm thinking I probably haven't really worn it that much in the last year with not going anywhere um but yes I, I I sort of first bought one of those body protectors gosh maybe maybe even oh it was over eight years ago maybe 10 years ago so you are right in that vision Yes, yeah, sometimes I've had products 10 years sometimes I've had them 10 days two months so, Would
0: you always stick to
1: the same brand?
0: Are you always sticking to the same type of product? Or do we head to Gigi and me to see a range of different products for different worlds I know you're very fortunate or mad to have two greys yeah
1: I know I'm a sucker for punishment aren't I (laughs) when I went to um buy Arnold I bought him from the field and and the (laughs) the requirement was as dark as possible because they were all grey I've got a picture of them all stood looking over the fence like really hopeful like pick me pick me um and I know that's really shallow isn't it but having Oscar who's sort of pure white flea bitten I just thought oh I just like an easier life but Arnold is rapidly going lighter just before my oh, eyes really? just yeah with every coat change with every time I trim his tail or pull his mane I'm like oh it's going so light um but I do love them I take such a pride in turning them out well and um as my duty um I might be very very loyal to a, a product um but if something people are raving about something on social media oh I'm all for it I'll you know go and and purchase it and give it a go um if I think it's really rubbish you'll you'll never see it on Gigi and me um I really want it to be a happy place and I'm really conscious that that product although it's not for me and my ponies somebody's put their whole heart and soul into that so um, you'll never see a rubbish product on there but if you see something that I'm shouting about you can really trust that it's because it's good Um, so yeah I'm more than willing to follow a trend trial and test that trend but yeah the old favorites always come back round, really.
0: So your reason for blogging was because of this wonderful opportunity from other people quizzing your expert knowledge would you move into into the YouTube world or the Instagram storying world or is that have you decided that that's not your space?
1: I've decided that's not my space (laughs) and I actually don't get any joy from it I'm really quite selfish about what brings me joy and Pretty pictures bring me joy on Instagram. You know, making um, notes and um, trying different products and having a space to share what I think you should spend your money on as an equestrian and a horse owner. Um, but vlogging, there are some epic vloggers out there, and the tech for one totally overwhelms me. But as well, I think it had just flustered me a little bit, and it's yeah it's not my space, and there are some people doing an awesome job of it already
0: I completely agree completely agree (laughs) I also think there's an element of confidence and a really sexy reassurance of knowing that that's not your your vibe and knowing to stay true to what you do really well and you do Gigi and me so well that I mean let's not try and water it down I love it. (laughs) You're putting
1: a big smile on my face. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about the writing kind of growing. Have you always just written your thoughts? Are you quite strategic with how you write your blog posts? Or how does it come about?
1: Yeah, no, just write my thoughts, write my experiences. Um, I think there's something quite therapeutic in writing as well, isn't there? Um, And I know that a lot of great people journal. Um, and even if you journal and you you never sort of look back at at those notes, even so, that's a brilliant exercise. Um, and actually, um, I was only packing up a box, a couple of weeks ago and I found a journal of when I um, first passed my trailer test and got my trailer and my first few outings sort of on my own with Oscar and all of those emotions and you know the checklists of making sure you've got everything and gosh it was so special to look back at Um, and I know that sounds quite sad really doesn't it but I think you know when when you're quite young and you're sort of (laughs) Towing a vehicle and a, and a truck, and you're responsible for the animal in it. For me, that really quite a big deal and something and um, that still makes me a little bit nervous now I'm sort of planning the route on route planner and making sure I know where I'm going and I won't have to turn around and oh yes all of those these trailer driving things um just to reassure everyone I have passed my test I did pass my test I did, I, did, I did get an official license but sometimes I don't feel like it yeah I just think although I I'd never read that back before I think there's something really special about it um and and whether you do that online um a journal whether you do it on your laptop um whether you do it um via instagram stories via a blog or via um a blog like I do I think yeah there's something quite quite precious about that it's quite good for you good for the soul
0: completely agree and I am with you I do not like doing a three-point turn with a trailer on the back I don't really (laughs) even like turning at a junction with a trailer on the back so I'm with you on that one and would you say that your blogging Mm. Experience has changed over those
1: eight years? Yes, I would. Um, it was quite unique when it started. It wasn't really a crowded market. Um, and then over time, as brands have realised the value of social media, influencers and this fantastic and unique content that each individual can produce, I think that changed the space a lot. And there was an influx a few years back where lots of people popping up that now aren't in the space at all. But, you know, um, popping up probably for all the wrong reasons, something that didn't bring them enough joy. And that's why they don't do it anymore. Um, But for me, very true to myself, I work and collaborate with some brands, but they're brands that I would shop with and buy from um I wouldn't um say yes to every opportunity and I most certainly don't I often you know have to remind people that we are just a blog and the and the social media aspect that goes with it I won't produce you a blog if you want a blog there's so many other fantastic people that you should be approaching um but I have seen it change um and I think the longevity of GDME is just that it brings me so much joy and so much purpose, and it, it's a hobby in a, in a way. That's probably um, one of one of the best ways to put it. I think if you are going to do it, it has to be because it brings you joy, because there was a certain influx of, of people doing it to tick a box to be a certain influencer, and um, you've just got to find your niche and stick to it.
0: Would you... Agree that the blog world is not dead.
1: I would most certainly agree with that, yes.
0: <laughs> I think there we were talking about this earlier, but I think there is a, a distinct difference between your social media and a blog, or whatever form newsletter, blog. You you enter another stage, you enter the not for the crowd stage you enter for the personal stage and I think it's a very there's a massive intimacy in entering into somebody's internet space and as you say it has to be a passion and it has to be motivated by because when the going gets tough you can't lean on anything else you've got to lean on your own passion for it uh yeah I think I think you do an excellent job is really what I'm trying to say and (laughs) Thank you. What
1: would be your, do you have a long term desire or goal for it? Um, no, it's to just keep loving it, keep enjoying it. And um, The topics change as we go. Um, sort of eight years ago, if you'd have ever said to me, will you be trialing, testing, showcasing virtual training platforms, which is the focus that I've got on GGME at the moment. I'd I'd have probably have said no why would I do that I've got a fabulous trainer and I go for lessons every week so just recently I've sort of um, and you're so right sorry I'll just change subjects but go back to your previous point on Instagram you might see a wonderful picture of me doing some groundwork or me riding or um, practicing something Um, but then when you go onto the blog you actually see the behind the scenes of that and like you say you really get to the root of what was behind that picture and how did I get to that stage and just recently I've been talking about the virtual training platforms just for things that have helped me through the difficult last 12 months stay motivated stay focused and just to keep progressing especially having a young horse as well and it's good to feel like you're learning things and you're both developing um, even though it's very challenging right now Um, yeah, so um, Gigi and me will keep evolving and, and and it will keep writing about topics that that I probably didn't expect to be writing about.
0: Which is the nature of the, the journaling blog aspect, which I think it can be difficult to embrace initially because you think, I need to stay in my niche, I need to stay in my world. But actually, as with everyone, in every step, of your day or your life, you know, your week, your month or your year, to quote Fran, would be evolving anyway. So allow the internet space to evolve. So, ch- you know, roll with what's coming for and what giving you, what is giving you the passion. And I totally agree. I've loved reading your reviews on the online platforms. I think we, as an equestrian nation, are much slower to embrace the internet than the rest of the world world's maybe a bit strong, but the rest of the kind of uh, divisions. So I think they're moving online is very empowering for the people like you or I who want to um, expand our knowledge but don't necessarily have, you know, aren't in the perfect location to get to those events.
1: Yeah, no, totally agree. And um, two of the most recent features have featured trainers, uh, I think in the Netherlands and in California, and yeah, when else would we have opportunities like that? But in 2021, and it's so exciting.
0: What will we, in the next year or so, uh, see on Gigi and Me?
1: Oh, that's really interesting. Hopefully, being somewhere other than at home. <laughs> Big changes afoot. Um, yeah, out side of the lockdown a little bit of freedom in 2021 and um, and i will be guided by trends fads and what the nation wants to be i will um yeah just keep keep yeah keep it very very fluid and just um i don't have any strict rules um, and <laughs> as i said if something's a bit of a fad let me try it i'll write about if it's write about it if it's great virtual training never thought I'd be writing about that getting a huge amount of enjoyment from discovering new things And um, just like own your ride um it's just fascinating yeah so um I don't have any strict structure any strict plans but we'll just keep keep going where it takes me
0: amazing and will you document your competitions should competitions appear in 2021 to 2022 i mean literally the future is unknown (laughs) but are you do you have some competitive goals to complete or are you working much more on your in-hand progressing
1: yeah i never actually do competition um blogs um but I always do an Instagram and a Facebook post on my relevant pages I don't actually uh, sort of ever ever share those experiences but um if that's what the nation wants I I most definitely can
0: (laughs) give the people what they want (laughs) I know (laughs) what would you say to somebody wanting to enter into the the blogging world or the equestrian online sphere
1: yeah um I'd say good luck. Go for it. Use a great platform like WordPress. Um it's free. There's lots of free and interesting templates on there that you can use, themes to personalize it. Um you don't have to be techy. So just to take any fear away, you you don't have to have that um great IT Knowledge or foundation, and um, and if you wanted something really special, there's so many fantastic um IT companies out there that you can pay to do it all for you, and make it look fantastic. And um, again, that's something I've not ventured into. Everything that I do on GG and me is from the the free world. So um, you know, I'd love people to sort of take a look at GG and me and just see what you can do without spending any money. Um, because I think that's often a bit of a a bit of a frightener you know if you want to vlog now um it's not you know a lot of people just do it on the iPhones but there's so much of this fancy technology that can cost thousands of pounds and but with the blog it can just be you your notepad your pen and a free platform um and I think that's really empowering so do it and you don't have to spend a penny (laughs)
0: amazing it's so true you kind of You see beautiful. And if you go on Gigi and me, it's no different. You see very beautiful websites and you assume it's X, Y and Z out of the pocket. But in reality, with a little bit of a creative Saturday afternoon, you can create a beautiful, beautiful platform.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: And with your beautiful photos, are you are you a keen selfie mode photographer or how do you get your very picturesque greys looking so
1: great? (laughs) it's all on my iPhone um, completely and actually I've got a horrid line that goes down my iPhone um, but I'm so sentimental about these things and I don't like change so um, everyone who looks at my phone says oh you must get that change even my dad the other day yeah. so in his 60s said to me oh you can have my iPhone when I get a new one and I was like oh cheers dad <laughs> um, what's the memory was the first question that I asked yeah. um, but everybody's taking pity on me but I just don't really like change um, and it's got a huge memory and it's got that thousands of photos and videos on it, which I must um, back up to my iCloud, actually. Um, But yeah, all all on there. um, I must say that over the years, my other half, my better half, has learned to take a good picture. Um, And um, yeah, he's got, he's improved considerably from when he first started (laughs) with a little bit of feedback, developmental feedback, I think we call it.
0: (laughs) With your two grades, what is your method to planning your week do you have one hack day one school day one poll day I mean what do we with your very beautiful pens how do you plan your weekly workouts uh,
1: so this is a fascinating um, something that fascinates me actually because um, I'm always interested to know on how other people plan their week how many days off they give what their structure is what their routine is um, and I often find um, that's when these professional riders you know put on Instagram ask me anything that's my top question you know what what does your week look like and I absolutely love it when they share what their week looks like um, a little bit like these piggy videos that we often speak about quite a lot at the moment piggy march and um, I love the insight it's like being a fly on the wall and it's so valuable to have those insights and um, so at the moment that planning I shared on GG and me in January the big book of dressage exercises and I actually got the e- annual planner with that um and I use that every day to journal how things have been yeah how how a ride went what my ideal week looks like what I want to work on that week um any sort of feedback from lessons or any goals um for the 1st of March I've already got lined up to pick an online dressage test must do that because before you know it the month has flown hasn't although it's dragging it's flown as well (laughs) and you think where's that gone I've still not done that um so I'd like to do a a dressage anywhere test on that platform but um yes so I I I do plan my weeks um but I don't ever get stuffy or stressy if it doesn't go to plan because you've tried and all we can do is try We, we mustn't Beat ourselves up. That's so easy to do. To be unkind to ourselves, isn't it?
0: And how many days do you have off?
1: One or two? Yeah, maybe usually one, and um, sometimes two. But that does include um, a few uh, groundwork or in-hand sessions um, over poles, over raised poles. Um, yeah, so um, they're not all. A um, couple of hack days. Um, I do miss hacking in the winter. I find it difficult where the days are shorter um I really do enjoy that and I think it's great for the horse's minds as well.
0: So come summer how will we see Gigi and me portraying their next do you have a product that you're looking at at the moment or do you have a goal to be spending many an hour riding to the pub or you know the kind of summer goals that we all dream of?
1: (laughs) yeah summer goals are riding in a sleeveless t-shirt oh (laughs) my god (laughs) just imagine that (laughs) oh I just can't wait um yeah that's my summer goal um and just yeah not having any mud um yeah I'm really fortunate we we sort of don't have um mud we have those um all-weather turnout pens so um so fortunate but you still get it on your bridal path and hacking and um yeah so really looking forward to that sleeveless t shirts my favorite um breathable britches um, all those (laughs) things that we love in the summer and um for Gigi and me I have got actually a really exciting product that I've been testing um since November so not actually ready to write about it yet I've got lots of sort of mind maps everywhere and ideas um and there's a potential collaboration with that to make sure we showcase it to its uh, it, it showcase it to what it's worth because it's a fabulous product um, and that's a brand that I'm collaborating with but again there's no pressure to get that blog post out there's no word count on that blog post I don't work with anybody that would um, sort of impose a contract on me or anything like that it's all free speech as it should be. How long
0: would you say it normally takes you to write a blog post?
1: Oh, that's totally yeah. It can totally vary. And um, as I say, I've been making notes on this one product in my um, little journal since November. Um, good, bad, getting to know it, fails, what to do, what not to do. Um, some of them, like a blue shampoo, <laughs> can wash their tail three times with it, and just know exactly what needs to be said. And just get it, get it straight onto the laptop and get it out there. So it really does. Does depend on the product
0: what level will you be in your dressage anywhere for
1: uh, a prelim a little prelim <laughs> walk trot and canter the basics yeah and um, arnold's only well he's rising six just fun really the ponies are just pure fun
0: tell me your top three or top uh i'm so lucky um points about your two horses
1: I'm so lucky. and um, The first one is they're so kind. Um, I'm obsessed with Connemara ponies. I never grew out of fat grey ponies. Um, <laughs> when I did my polypads brand ambassadorship um, post, um, I was there at about, I don't know, five on a fat grey pony. And I'm still on a fat grey pony, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I am a true amateur and um, I, I work full time and, and they have do um fit in with with the job that pays the mortgage so um for me yeah I absolutely adore them and the top top one I'm going off piece but is that they're so kind the second one is that I'm I'm not (laughs) overhorsed I feel that I can take them anywhere on my own do anything with them open any gate you know (laughs) get off get back on so much value to be had in that um and the third one that they're just so game they're up for anything let's go hunting let's you know go show jumping let's try and do a dressage anywhere test and they just never say no and they're so agile and adaptable amazing
0: how how tall are they both
1: um so (laughs) Oscar's about 142 I always want him to be bigger but he's not. he's never been bigger but I always want him to be bigger and um, and Arnold's well overgrown um, he's probably about 153 but he he shouldn't be that he's he's bred perfectly showing bloodlines and he shouldn't have shouldn't have touched 14 2 14 3 but somehow he's a 15 3 he's really big actually for me
0: what would you say are some of your top products that you've reviewed in the last eight years
1: that's a really really good point my bright white blue shampoo from Lemieux um it's incredible use that with hot water and any gray will be sparkling <laughs> um my hot, now these are all very simple products, but my hot oil from um, Smart Grooving, um, that has revolutionized hot clothing for me and winters. And it's just a beautiful product. It doesn't leave any residue on the skin. And it's just really kind and really lovely to use. And the third thing would be anything from Stierna. So really, um, it's not a cheap brand, but I do believe in buying well and buying once. And um, I've sort of invested in something from them over the last three winters. Um, and anything that I have blogged about on Gigi and me from that brand still remains true today. Um, so yeah, they're my three things.
0: So simple but effective. I love that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Two that won't break the bank. The Stierna probably will. <laughs> well, in
0: the, same, in the same nature as your blog post, which is spend, save and splurge yeah exactly staying on brand Jess let us know who your top people are to follow on Instagram who would you recommend that we use to form our online magazine
1: (laughs) I love that the online magazine it's so um such a nice way to look at Instagram I think three favorites well it's always really hard to pick favorites um, but three people that I, if they pop a story on, three people that I love to go and check out are um, firstly Laura Tomlinson. Um, her knowledge, her foundations, she rides so beautifully. Her yard is stunning it's like something out of a dream and um, she's a mum and she makes it look so easy juggling it all and I love that on one moment she's doing pirouettes on Betty and the next moment she's going for a hack with her children um on the lead raid and I just think yeah it brings me a lot of joy to follow Laura so she's she's one of my favorite my second person would be my hairdresser Leanne Regan I'll give you the details to tag her um, she's just really inspirational and um, she's been um, really impacted by the covid nineteen pandemic she's had to close her doors more than once as many other business owners and the journey that she's taken on that is just so inspirational so I love it when she pops a story on I'm there, and there I'm straight away I'm watching it and then the third person um, would be um, Lisa freckingham who um, is an event rider, a very talented event rider, and um, she's my beautiful trainer as well. So she's one to follow.
0: Amazing. And also different, which is a brilliant way of creating, curating your Instagram magazine.
1: Yeah. No, and it's so hard to pick just three because I could actually sit here all day and (laughs) tell you who (laughs) I love on Instagram because there's so much incredible content.
0: Yeah. It's such a wonderful space for everyone's there's space for everyone on there you can be whoever you want to be. No, I
1: love it yeah I really like it
0: and so at the end of every podcast I ask my guests the same questions are you ready I am
1: ready (laughs) what is
0: your what is your favorite word hope oh lovely
1: I live on it it's like a drug
0: (laughs) (laughs) what would world peace look like to you
1: Oh, now this question, it's for us all to realise that we want the same thing. We all want to be healthy, be happy, to have an education, to collaborate together. And I just feel that we all too often fight against one another and the government and the media really don't help that. We all just need to understand that our ideal, although it might have variants in it, it's pretty much the same for everyone. So world peace to me would be us all understanding we different ha- have different views and different roadmaps of getting to the ideal but we all want the same thing.
0: That's beautiful. Thank How... you. <laughs> <laughs> How do you take your drink? Is it alcoholic or soft?
1: Uh would it hot or cold or <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tea. I'm a tea drinker. Earl Grey with a dash of milk and then um, just a yeah, cold crisp glass of wine or a GT and Good.
0: What is your favourite adjective?
1: Now, I went with what other people would tell you if you asked somebody else this question about me and I say lovely a lot oh that's lovely oh really lovely how are you lovely (laughs) and it's so annoying I say it all the time so although I could put a lot more thought into that the word would be lovely brilliant lovely
0: (laughs) to me joy is
1: home and home is where the horses are or home is where the person you love is, or home is a place that you feel loved. So for me, not so much the bricks and mortar of home, but just the thought of being home or home sort of invokes all those emotions. And for me, joy is home.
0: Would you choose ultimate wealth or ultimate love?
1: Ultimate love.
0: Amazing. (laughs) Jess, thank you so much for imparting (laughs) your knowledge and your life experience. I find you absolutely fascinating. I have loved following you and love because it's still present I'm still doing it where can people find you on the internet
1: oh I'm so easy just at Gigi and me um, I have a Facebook page I have an Instagram page and the blog is just Gigi and me so go and check me out I'd be delighted and um, do pop me a comment as well
0: amazing thank you so much for your time thank you Thank you for listening. If you love this podcast and would like to hear more, please do write a review. It's super handy for feedback. Also, dive on in and listen to the other podcasts in this series. The guests are excellent. I bet you'll love it. Tag me on Instagram, Girl About The Yard, and let me know where you are in the world. I love seeing where you listen from. All the show notes for more information can be found on girlabouttheyard.com forward slash (laughs) podcast.